0: Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Not Another Rugby Podcast, brought to you by ruck.co.uk and Altis Images. I'm your host Todd Dudley and I am delighted to be joined by the editor-in-chief of ruck.co.uk and my co-host Steve Smith. Steve, how are you
1: fella? Not too bad mate, Six Nations is finally here. We are here. Felt like a long, long January waiting for it to come.
0: It has indeed, but there was light at the end of the tunnel in the form of the Six Nations and we're here. Yeah mate, I'm, I'm... Buzzing! I'm so excited. It's weird, isn't it? Because it didn't last year. It didn't really end all that long ago. Um,
1: but yeah, mate, we're back. We're back. It's good. Good to be here. Yeah, it's amazing because the Autumn Nations Cup, you know, it kind of it wasn't too great. So you do find yourself questioning, you know, the entertainment value a little bit of it. But soon as that feeling comes in and it's game week, it just changes.
0: 100. 100. I saw. I saw an article about whether Wales were going to have the roof on or off, and I just knew that we were back in the place that we needed to be.
1: That's where we need to be. Will it be closed or open? The big news. Exactly. The hard-hitting news stories of the media.
0: We're on the front line here, reporting on the roof. I love it. Yeah, so it was confirmed last night. Well, I don't know why we were waiting for France to confirm it, but it was confirmed by France last night that the Six Nations will actually take place. Uh, They're happy with all the all the COVID protocols for each team and traveling to France and away from France and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, we are, we are good to go, mate, which is very exciting.
1: Can't wait. I think the games this weekend, are going to be really good as well. They are. I think the game, which will be the most, you know, tense will probably be Sundays, but Mm -hmm. well, I guess we'll start with England on Saturday.
0: Yeah. Yeah, of course, mate. Let's, Let's use our English bias and just, just jump in with England, Scotland. Um, so England and Scotland play at four forty-five on Saturday. I think it is at Twickenham. Um, I don't know. It's it's an it's an interesting one. Obviously, we never you never really know what Scotland are going to be about, but they always seem to. Well, the last few years, especially, they always like to pull something out of the bag for England. So, so where do you see this one going, mate? England down a few players through injury and suspension. So, what, what do you reckon?
1: been a strange one hasn't it because it's sort of been built up as an opening fixture which is also possibly a title decider yeah kind of interesting i think the problem i have with scotland are traditionally in the years gone by start the tournament slow yeah i remember everyone thought you know this could be scotland's year and they went to wales a few years ago and just got hammered Mm -hmm. so you never know what you're going to get with scotland i think it's this is Finn Russell's ultimate lines audition. It's got to be, hasn't it? The most similar yeah. team to South Africa, yeah, is probably England. So I think it's a big game for him. I I've still gone predicting England to win by about seven points, but they could lose by seven. They could win by more. They could lose by more. It's a really tough game to predict. Yeah, yeah,
0: I agree. I think I'm. I think I've got like, I'm going to say England by ten. Um. I think they're just gonna have a bit a little bit too much, but but completely like if yeah, if Finn if Finn turns it on then then who who knows? Who knows?
1: Well that's the thing with Finn. He's either gonna assist three tries and kick all his goals, so he's gonna concede three interceptions and miss all his goals. Yeah, exactly. That's just the wide variety of performance you can get from him.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It so we both think England are gonna win other than just being <laughs> a bit better in general where do you see england having having their sort of, the sort of main advantages
1: i think england i think england's back row is probably the, the best around at the moment even with the loss of sam Hundoyle. yeah i think you know scotland are still sort of trying to come together as a team i think i think they're still waiting for that one performance to hang their hat on and say, this is the standard. Yeah. I think, like, they're very inconsistent in games and I think England, despite their lack of entertainment value during the Autumn Nations Cup, were very consistent. Yeah. Yeah, they were.
0: Yeah. Definitely. On on that back row, so, yeah, Underhill, Underhill's out. So, Jack Willis came into the squad. Do you see him going straight into the starting lineup? Do you see Ben Earl starting? Do you see Marrow starting in the back row and Someone else starting in second row. What, what do you What do you think? How do you think that's going to shape up?
1: I think the sort of game it is. I think he may actually go with Wilson at six. Oh, okay. And move Curry to seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Only because I think Wilson's a, a sort of player who can kind of go to war with Jamie Ritchie a bit. Yeah. Like they, he can sort of diffuse his what he's good at, Well Ben, like Ben Earls, The ultimate finisher back row for me. I think he's got to end the game. Yeah. And if it was up to me, I'd start Jack Willis. But the fact he wasn't in the original squad would suggest to me Wilson might be ahead of him. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, okay. That's a good shout. I'd actually completely... Sorry sorry to all the Newcastle fans, including you. I'd actually forgotten that he was even in the squad, to be
1: honest. (laughs) That's because he's so unassuming but wonderful.
0: Yeah, mate. That is a good description, to be fair. Unassuming until you just get a little glimpse of those arms, and then you're like, "Jesus, he's here." He's an absolute beast. And then, so I then, think, like, go, on, mate. Sorry.
1: So I, I just think the the Scottish backline will just struggle to get going against the England team. Yeah. It'll just be up to Finn, like you say. Yeah, and it could go either way. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I, I think I think I agree. Like, but they're just such a lot. They're just an absolute lottery, aren't they? And they lo- There's no one. There's no one they love beating more than the English as well, which always worries me. I mean, that's the same for every team, but, but yeah,
1: for sure. And I think that that does make a difference because it's how much they're up for the game. Will England be up, the, up for the game to the same level yeah. as, as the Scots? And yeah. you've got to say probably not because when you, everyone's gunning for you and every game's a cup final for your opposition. Yeah, it's hard to it maintain hard. that same energy and standards. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Definitely, yeah. That I mean that it exactly, it's it's hard for England to have five five like World Cup finals in a row. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 tricky.
1: Yeah. For sure. I think there's I'm not who who would you say has the better, you know, back free. I think it depends with England who we play, but I think with they've got Hoggy and out and out fullback, that's what we're really looking for, isn't it, with England as someone to make that fifteen shirt zone. Mate, I th- we still haven't had that. It,
0: I don't think. I mean, I don't think he will. I think it will be daily. But if Max Malins plays, then I think I would prefer our back three. And if he if he doesn't, then I think
1: I prefer Scotland's. <laughs> I think. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I've Scotland's got some talented players in their squad coming through. You know, with um, Cameron Redpath and Van der Merwe. Yeah, massively. Yeah.
0: Do you, Do you reckon Redpath might? Has got a chance of starting or, or not?
1: What? Um, probably not. I no. think who who it'll be. Sam probably Johnson and and Chris Harris.
0: Yeah. Okay. Or maybe maybe Dun- Duncan Taylor. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Or is it Hutchinson?
0: He's not in the squad. I don't think
1: is well that is a major yeah topic. I know I'm pretty sure he missed out and then absolutely he played really well but the weekend yeah yeah classic Scotland
0: yeah exactly exactly but yeah okay yeah so Redpath maybe just get a bit of game time and then play play against like maybe in Italy or some, something like that maybe
1: yeah I think that'll be what happens yeah okay
0: okay and then England Where? what What do we think is is big Paolo a dog we're gonna get, get gonna get the start do you think or probably not
1: well, I think that's the worry. You know, we've seen Eddie pick quite a few exciting players for the for the Six Nations this year. And it's, how much game time is he going to give these guys? Yeah. You know, the likes of Harry Randall, you know, and, and woo. Yeah, I would I would presume we might not see either of those two this weekend. No, that wouldn't surprise
0: honest. me either. Really, I'd love I really I'd love to see Malins. I really want Malins to play.
1: I think Malins has a has a great chance because he's already played. Yeah, and he, he he did well. And I think, that, yeah, I think they're impact players. And I think the cent the centres is interesting with England. It's like, it what, where we're going to go.
0: Well, it's probably going to be for Farrell Slade, isn't it? I'd, I'd imagine.
1: Probably, I, I I don't like Farrell in the centre. To be honest, he can't defend. He misses <laughs> too many tackles. He does miss a lot of tackles. He misses tackles. I'm not even or talking about the ones. Yeah. I'm not talking about the ones they shoulders. I just mean like in general, he, he'll miss. In, in in international rugby, the most amount of tackles you usually see a player missing a game is two or three, and there was games during the All Nations Cups where he was up to six or seven. Yeah. So, it was actually nearing on pretty much a joke. Yeah. It's all right missing tackles at ten because there's more sort of people around you, but at twelve, there's that's more likely to lead to a break. A line break, yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. So, so what would you you want foul at ten? Slade at twelve, or Dogri thirteen, maybe.
1: Well, that's what I, that's what I can dream of, but I think <laughs> it's more likely to be Farrell than Lawrence at twelve. Lawrence played yeah. at thirteen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that,
1: that's more of body. It's more of just subbing Lawrence in for Manu, isn't it? That way. I think that I think
0: it, Ollie Lawrence has got a really interesting Six Nations ahead of him here. I think because um, he's he's done a fight like we've said before. He's done an absolutely. Fine job when he's played, um, but I mean he's definitely not sort of nailed himself down. And then a dog who's come in and, and, and who offers like a a similar kind of threat, really, like very explosive, very powerful. Um, so it'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean it, it will be interesting to see how how Lawrence responds if he if he gets the opportunity to do so. I
1: think the the good thing about maybe having Farrell at ten instead of having two fly halves on as well, it allows Slade to be a little bit more of a playmaker. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he's underused by England really on the pitch. He's just used as a just like a normal Yeah. Just player. He doesn't get to put his authority on the game. And we know from watching Exit he's one of the best.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's like one of the one of the silkiest, most skillful players we've got. And you see glimpses of it every now and again in England shirt, like you say, but but it's pretty rare, so yeah, I think anything that frees him up a little bit is a good thing, for sure.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: And he's got a monster boot on him, so.
1: Um, we, he's not as much of a monster boot as Elliot Daly, mate. Yeah, but
0: remember, mate, Daly's not playing, because Mayland is going to play, so it's fine. That's fair.
1: <laughs> well, who's on the wings then? Are you going with May and Watson? I think so, yeah.
0: I th- I I actually think the back three would be May Watson and Daly but I just like I'd like, I'd like Maylins to be at 15. And you to be fair I wouldn't up. I wouldn't mind Daly on the wing instead of Watson to be honest. Like that's no, that's okay with me. That's fine. Cuz Daly is good. Um
1: but yeah. yeah. quality operator. Just hasn't played I guess. No. But then Watson has been playing but not playing very well. So no. what do you prefer? No. Mate, just playing or playing badly. We won't talk much about them,
0: but because we haven't got loads of time, but how awful were Bath last week? I thought it was almost quite funny. Oh, God. It was so, they were so, Bristol were class, but Bath were just abysmal. I don't know what's
1: going on with Bath. I, I feel know. like in my time watching rugby, Bath have always had really good players, but always been pretty bang average. Exactly. So awful.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. You're always like, oh yeah, they look good, and then they just never. Look are. at
1: that wage bill. Look at that squad. I know. And I then know. it's just like, nope. Yeah.
0: Anyway, anyway, let's stay on, let's stay on task. So, so England Scotland, you think a seven point win? are You going to give me give me a score line prediction? Is it going to be high scoring, low scoring? What do you reckon?
1: 2013.
0: 2013 to England. I'm going to go with 32-22 to England.
1: More ambitious.
0: Yeah, I think so. Although I don't even know if I can see England conceding that many, to be honest. But who knows? Who knows? 32-22. I'm going to go, I'm going to stick with that. Bold. Anything else on the on the Calcutta Cup, or should we should we move on?
1: No, we'll, we'll move swiftly on to the Sunday game.
0: Sunday, three o'clock, Wales against Ireland in the Principality. I can't actually remember, but I think the roof's closed. Could be a good one, this, I reckon.
1: I think, I, I can't remember a time where both head coaches needed a win more.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Who 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 does need it more?
1: Pivac needs him more, yeah, because he's at home. Yeah, no, but I've seen, I've seen, if I saw, he was predicting that they can win the Six Nations, and I saw Scott Quinnell saying that Wales can win the Six Nations. I was like, you lost four of your games last year and finished fifth and didn't look very good. So I'm not sure where this sudden burst of confidence and belief has come from in the Welsh camp.
0: I mean, you've. Uh... But maybe that's what he thinks they're lacking. Maybe he thinks they're lacking belief, so he's trying to f- ram it down their throats until they just believe it.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, it's a struggle it's a struggle both of these for me. Teams to
1: lackluster.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm struggling to see how they're going to win the Six Nations I mean. They might be Ireland, but I'm struggling to see how they're going to win. Yeah, I think I
1: think we saw lackluster performances from them both, but I think Ireland's recruitment of Paul O'Connell. I think there will not be any more lack if there's any more Lackluster performances, the players are gonna know about it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah,
0: definitely. Definitely. You don't get you don't get away with Lackluster with Paul O'Connell around, do you?
1: Absolutely not. I think James Lowe looked good for Ireland in the autumn as well. Definitely. He left he left a lot of fans wanting more.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see what he does, for sure.
1: I think the issue that both of these sides have is just, you know, they haven't really, for years and years, I think Schmidt and Gatland didn't really build for the future too much. It was all towards that 2019 World Cup, and as soon as that was over, yeah, it was an ageing squad. Both had ageing squads, really.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Speaking of, speaking of the ages, the Sheriff, Ken Owens, is back, though. That's a, that is a big boost, because they've been a bit of a disaster Line out in the autumn, so it's nice to have a bit more of a consistent performer back at back at hooker, isn't it?
1: Yeah, he's one of the best. I think he'd probably he'd possibly be my third hooker in the Lions squad. To be honest, if I was picking, the yeah, sheriff. behind because I think he's George such a great and, character, and yeah, consistent player,
0: yeah, yeah. I can't I can't disagree with that. A bit of a boost for Wales. I've just just seen actually that Caelan Doris and Quinn Roo are both out of the match. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, two major blows for Ireland. Which is
0: yeah, that's that is a, they are big blows. Like they've both been they've both been very good. I think uh, Quinn Roo is just like a, a monster, and then and, and Doris has been really really good.
1: Yeah, Doris has been tipped by many to be a you know a bit of a bolter for the Lions.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: I think I think I think with Ireland what we need we need to see a big performance from James Ryan. I think he got a lot of praise in the Six Nations last year. And then we went into the Open Nations Cup and he had a few poor performances as captain. Yeah. So we need to see him now step up again. Cause I think in September time he was a nailed online starter. And now I'm I think it's not as clear. Yeah, okay. But I think I think a big Six Nations and he's that shirt can be his again. Yeah. I think he just had a few too many, you know...
0: Average games. Those
1: lacklustre Irish performances came with him as captain. Yeah. So I don't know what you can read into that, but it, it wasn't great. Yeah. Yeah, you're right.
0: Give me a prediction then, mate. What do, you, what do you think?
1: I've gone for Ireland by five. I think it'll be something... 2015. 2015. Some oh, Ireland by five, 2015. I'm going to go with...
0: Oh god, Wales really need to win, don't they? Um I'm I'm gonna go with Wales by three.
1: Oh, we've gone against each other. Do I actually believe it? No. Is it
0: exciting to choose something different than you?
1: Yes. So I can't see I I feel like both sides are gonna try and not to win it. It feels like that's okay. Like one of those games where they'll
0: mate it's got just it's got every chance of being an absolutely dreadful game of rugby.
1: Absolute stinker. Yeah. Yeah. Nine-six really, finish to somebody. It
0: really could be one of those. Yeah. Would not surprise me at all. Especially if... Uh, I'm hoping Wales pick Sheedy at 10. But if they don't pick Sheedy at 10, then I might, I might not even watch it, to be honest. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> well, they just need to be able to use rusama and Adam. Yeah, mate, They just, just need to get them on the ball.
0: Give them the ball. Give them the bloody ball.
1: Reece Salmon hasn't had any of the ball for Gloucester, so he should be nice and fresh. Exactly, exactly. it would be raring to go.
0: And I reckon, yeah. Oh god, if they pick, if they pick like bigger at ten, and bloody half penny at fifteen, I'm going to lose the will to live. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't do it, mate. Pick Sheedy at ten. He's kicking, he's kicking penny. it like ninety-three percent anyway. So pick Sheedy at 10 and pick Williams at 15. Just let's play some rugby for once.
1: That's a very well. Still have some exciting players and Scarlet's were an exciting team. So you would have thought that it could have been a match made in heaven with Pivac, but it just hasn't worked so far. No, not yet. Not yet.
0: He, who knows? He might come good. Maybe they'll win the Grand Slam,
1: but... But we we will see. I don't know. I just get the feeling that some of the older Wales players are just stuck in their ways a bit. Yeah. They just want to play the Gatland way. So you've got some people playing the Gatlin way, some people trying to throw it about, and it's just it's not meshed very well, has us Yeah, definitely, definitely.
0: Okay, so you're going for a what was it? Island by five. I'm going for Wales by three. Um. So yeah, that could be. I think I, that. I said it's got every chance of being a stinker, but it's also got a great chance of being the best game of the weekend, hasn't it?
1: It could go either way. Yeah. But I think That's the great thing about this opening weekend is that we, it's literally so hard to predict apart from where we're about to go next. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, let's do it. Let's do it. As ever, mate, you are the master of seamless segues. So the, the curtain raiser, um, which is a shame. It's the curtain raiser really. Cause it, it's not going to be, I don't it think it's is. going to be the best one, but Saturday, 2.15, France travel to Italy to take on the mighty Italians. Do we see anything other than a bit of a battering by France?
1: Well, I guess the the obvious prediction is it to be quite close at half time and then France <laughs> to win by 20 points. <laughs>
0: And Italy to come away with no points and France to come away with five?
1: Yeah? Uh, absolutely. That sounds about right. I, um, I, I feel like Italy are going in the right direction. You know, the average age of the squad is just 24, which is quite incredible, really. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought Paolo Garbisi was a wonderful player, looks like a wonderful player by mm-hmm. half when he, he came through. Definitely. There's some talent there. I just, I don't think it'll be matured or developed enough as a team to have a chance against the French. Yeah. But if there's any team that could go somewhere with the wrong attitude and get beat, it's the French.
0: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they are without Vakatawa.
1: Yeah, that's a major blow. Like Major blow.
0: And I think they're, they're without Untamac as well, but Jale-Vert is just <laughs> looks so good. So I don't think they'll miss Untamac to too much. But yeah, mate. I think losing Vakatar is a big, big, big
1: blow. Huge. I think there's a couple of their players who haven't been in too great a form in the league. But I think one player that really stood out for me as like a replacement during the Six Nations was Camille Chat. I think he's got a huge neck and he makes a huge impact off the bench. I agree. He's a really good player.
0: I agree with both of those things, especially the, the neck bit. He does have a bit he is a strong human being, isn't he? Yeah.
1: absolute machine. I was gonna say tank, but he's more of I think like a combine harvester. Yeah,
0: he's far more agricultural than a than a tank. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. For
1: sure. It, yeah, I th- I think, you think, I think
0: you're I think you're absolutely right, mate. I think it's gonna be a good one for like 50 minutes, and then I think France are probably gonna run away with it. But that said. There will come a time where Italy play well for fifty minutes, and then play well for the next thirty minutes as well. So, I mean, let's let's hope, mate. That w- that would throw a delightful spanner into the works if France lose their opening game. Um, that would like r- make it make it wide open and just make it very interesting. So, so who knows, mate? But I'm think I would- I'm I think I'm going to go for France by fifteen.
1: It's a tough one. Like, this whole six nations, like, who's going to win? Who's going to come bottom? Who's going to finish second? It's I would not bet anything I own on predicting any of the positions. Part I would even, at least with the wooden spoon, would be what I went for if I had to bet on something. But even then, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's well, the excitement of the Six Nations, well, really.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah, Let, let's open it out a little bit more. Than I, I can't. even We might have done this a couple of weeks ago, but what do you think? Who, who's going to win? What do you reckon?
1: I think I think England should win. Yeah, that doesn't mean they will. Mm-hmm. In my head, I just go England, France, Scotland, Ireland, Wales, Italy, but it could easily yeah. just. Completely different. What about yourself? I think
0: I agree entirely. I think, yeah, I think France France having England and Ireland away is is like a little bit tough for them. Um, I think going going to going and winning both of those games, which they'll probably have to do to make sure they win, because I think England will probably win all the other games. Um, so yeah, going away to Ireland and away to England to win, I think is probably pretty tough. Like I think they'll slip up against one of those. Um,
1: yeah, for sure. I think the the fixtures favour England, really. Yeah,
0: but then again, I think France will score. I think France will score the most points. Um, so I, I, does it go to head to head or? Points difference first, I don't know, but but if it ended up going to points difference, it wouldn't surprise me if France took it because I think they'll I think they'll score a bunch of points, and they won't concede many with with big Sean Edwards as the defense coach. So, so I think it could be close, but I'd, I'd yeah, I'd, if I had to put if I had to put a little bit of money on it, I put put it on
1: England. I think. Yeah, same here. I think I think that's the safe money. I think if I was going to have a punt, I might go. I always. Feel like Scotland have a chance every year and get proved wrong very quickly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but will I mean, we'll mainly because it's mainly just because you get better odds on them. And yeah. I still think <laughs> they've got they've got a lot of really good players, and they're usually quite long odds. Yeah, so it always feels like a good one. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, it be it would be not it would be like genuinely it would be really nice to see them do something because they threatened it for a while they have a tendency to sort of big themselves up a little bit and tell everyone else that they've got a chance of winning the six nations so it would be it would actually be nice to see them pull something out of the bag but maybe just not this weekend maybe save it for someone else
1: it would make a lot of the rock scotland memes defunct but yeah mate you'd have to you you'd know, have to put those into the archive for a little
0: while
1: yeah they'd, I we could do a best off celebrate <laughs> the end of the road 21 years. I'm sure they'd be delighted with that.
0: <laughs> and then a little, we'll, we'll open it out a little bit. So obviously we think that the Lions is coming around the corner. We'll, we might have a little chat about that in a second, but this six nations for the, for the home nations is obviously going to play a, play a huge, huge role in, in who goes on the Lions tour. There's obviously the players that we yeah. think are definitely going to go, but then the sort of extra, extra players who let's let's throw a couple of names out there for some lions bolters, because they're going to carve up in the six nations. I'm just throwing that out there without Mm. giving you even a chance to think about it, mate. So I can edit out your thinking time. Um, But yeah, mate, give me some names.
1: Mark Wilson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, What one person who might, you know, tear it up is maybe Dan in not in the same mold as Mark Wilson is Dan Lydia.
0: Yeah, it's good to see him it's back. Only
1: isn't because it? I, he's well Gatland's a huge fan of him from yeah. his time at Wales. Yeah, just couldn't get him fit towards the end, but he's back and firing. And you know, I think he, he was a key player for the Lions in twenty thirteen. Yeah. So if he's still playing the way, if he can play well at Six Nations, it wouldn't surprise you, would he, with that little bit, that little bit of Wales bias? Yeah, Gatland exactly. Has. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a Adogu, good.
1: Shout. I think I think the centre positions for the Lions is the most. Nobody, nobody has a grip on a shirt. I don't. No, I agree. Not even. It doesn't matter how well Jonathan Davis played in twenty thirteen and twenty seventeen. I haven't seen him play a good game of rugby now for about two years. Yeah, agree. Man, man who's on the shelf. Gary Ringrose is inconsistent as hell. So those shirts are the open ones. The the centre, I think. You could see anyone. Literally, if a centre has a good Six Nations for one of the home nations, they could be in. I think I think that's how open it is. I I you could have a half decent Six Nations to be in.
0: I couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah. Mate, your 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 Johnny Williams shout that could that could come true. Let's see how he goes this weekend.
1: I would not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised, mate. Because he's, he's he's just more of a traditional centre. He plays lovely passes. He can make a break. Yeah, he's a really good player. I think him and Slade would be a very very. Interesting partnership. Maybe yeah. not enough muscle between them for a South Africa. Yeah, probably looking more for... G- Jamie Roberts will get the call, I think.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Give it to the jaw. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so, you, so you're so you going to throw in... You mentioned Adogru. You mentioned Mark Wilson. You mentioned Dan Lydia. I think they're good shouts. I like that.
1: Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm just trying to think. I think. Hmm. I think with Ireland, every I think it's quite commonly known that Doris is someone who could get in. Yeah, he's been playing really well. Yeah. Is Andrew? Would you say Andrew Porter is a bolter? I don't know. It's just, he's probably. been around a while. Yeah,
0: but, I don't know whether that's. But, I'm not sure that's like a. a bolter. But
1: with the shrunken squad that he's been a pick, I would say Furlong and uh, Sinclair so guaranteed that. He'd be probably my pick as the third. Yeah. Okay. Third time head.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's not not a bad shout. Not a bad shout.
1: What about yourself? Who are your players to break out during the Six Nations for the Lions?
0: I think, I think Maylands. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think so. I think if you, I think there's players have a, if he gets enough I think there's some players time. who have a lot to prove. Yeah. I, I mean, the, obviously the issue is that like, if he, I don't think he's going to be a bolter to start for the Lions because Hoggy's going to play at 15. Um, so I don't think he's necessarily a bolter to start, but I think he could be a bolter to go on the tour. Um I just think every time he every time he plays, he just looks like an absolute worlder. He's just so good, I think.
1: Is there really, I think the worry really, with some of the back three players need to have is they're just not playing well enough. You know, the likes of mm. Daly and Watson. I've just not seen enough good rugby from them. No. And Melance is starring for Bristol and every time he plays for England he impresses. So the back I would say the backs is where the more interesting things are probably going to happen yeah I think so too to, there's
0: more there's more open so that, shirts aren't there I think
1: yeah for sure I don't think any I think sort of that back five even 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 hoggies form for Scotland while being captain has not been to no, his normal standard no no I, I'd probably I you know along with you know him and um Johnny May they would probably be the two sort of players you would think are guaranteed in the squad, but you really just never know.
0: No. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you are right. What about what about a James Lowe? Not a Bolter, because he's class, but obviously hasn't hasn't got a ton of international rugby under his belt at all because of residency. So could he could he end up on a Lions tour with only a handful of, of island caps, do you reckon?
1: I I think so. I think I think he's the sort of player who gets taken. With sort of maybe you know a little bit of their intention of playing in the in sort of the in the other games, yeah. but I think he could. He's somewhat. He's in the same sort of mold as Jack Nowell, really. Yeah. But yeah, you know Jack Nowell's one of my favorite players, but injury problems has really dogged him down recently. Yeah, played. And I think injury. Lowe, who's fit, playing for Ireland, if he has a good Six Nations, I think he's in. I think you're right. I think yeah. that's a great shout. I and think he left us wanting to see more, didn't he, really? Definitely. After the opening, I just want to see him play more. Definitely.
0: And then the other one that will, I mean, it'll be a constant chat until the score is announced, but is there, because, because of playing South Africa and because of who he is, if Finn Russell carves up the whole Six Nations and Scotland win the Six Nations, is he on the tour? Or is he not on the tour because no, he, he won't suit like
1: playing against South Africa? I think if that happened, Gatlin wouldn't have much of a choice. I think you'd have to take him. Yeah. But I think I just have a bad feeling he's just gonna be looking for a reason yeah. not to take him. Yeah. Yeah just, I
0: agree.
1: it's just one of them. I just feel like yeah, I don't think he'll suit what we're gonna try and do. Yeah. Yeah, at all. I, th- I, think I think
0: I agree. Unfortunately. It's gonna be very
1: rigid. I don't think it's gonna be like open attacking rugby from the lines. I think it's just gonna be brute we're just blunt force trauma, basically.
0: Yeah. That's the way yeah. we're gonna go about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we will see over the next few weeks, won't we? We'll 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 discuss each week and see if we can add add anyone to our to our list or take anyone off the list. Um and then just quickly, mate, before we go, what are your thoughts on the the plans to relocate to Australia for the tour?
1: I think what I, 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 I like I've said to you before I'm all, I'd rather they did it in the UK than did that. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. I I think even I just even want without the the point now where, well in the UK without fans. Yeah. Uh, just I just want it to be played somewhere. I'm sure they could. They could find somewhere. Could they not go to even like somewhere like Dubai and play three Tests? So even if the tour is sort of, sort of derailed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There must be somewhere, somewhere. that could host it. Yeah. Yeah. It would be. It's. It's. It would be weird to have a line, a British and Irish Lions tour against South Africa in Australia. That would be weird. I think.
1: I find that weirder than the idea of playing it here. Me too. Yeah. Me too doesn't really benefit. Anyone. If it's here, it benefits <laughs> UK fans. If it's in South Africa, that's just, you know, normality. Australia it would just mean everyone has to travel. Even more people traveling. <laughs> Isn't that yeah. what we're trying to avoid? Well, I, th- I think the, the theory is
0: that it just means that lots of people can go to the games, doesn't it? Because um, they're just sort well, of...
1: Well, lots of Aussies can go. Well, yeah, yeah. They don't of... go and watch the Wallabies anymore, never mind well, no, to watch that's that. True
0: but there's a there's a bunch of there's there's a bunch of English people living out there aren't
1: there oh there is I just want it to go ahead now um I've, I've there's been so many different options sort of put out there and everywhere i don't i don't I'm past Karen I just want it to go ahead here yeah. there anywhere not bothered just do it please yeah
0: yeah yeah i agree yeah i do I don't want it to be delayed i think I'd, i I want it to happen this year I reckon
1: I think it's got to to be honest yeah yeah, me too.
0: Well, fingers crossed. I'm sure. I'm sure more will come out about that over the over the coming days and weeks. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, and it looks like the the Olympics is going to go ahead as well. So we'll get the rugby sevens and that. Yeah. Maybe an idea for a future episode is we could pick like a dream rugby sevens, you uh, Great Britain sevens team. That would be fun. Ah,
0: oh, that's a good one. I like it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Note that. Note that
0: down. We'll do that in the future for sure. That's a good shout. Nice, mate. Well, anything anything else on the on the Six Nations before we go, or are we good?
1: Just looking forward to it, and hope everyone enjoys the weekend, really.
0: Yeah, here, here. here. It is great to have some proper... Automations Alternations Cup was fun, but it's great to have some proper international rubber back. I'm, I'm excited.
1: Could, the one last thing to maybe chat about is that it could be the last year it's on free TV. On yeah, and ITV, that is,
0: is a good thing to mention. Yeah, what... I mean, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because the money that, I mean, sorry, the game needs money, which comes from taking it like onto platforms like a BT or an Amazon or whatever it might be. But then it also needs fans and to grow the fan base, which comes from keeping it on free to view. So what do you, yeah, where do you sit?
1: I think you've got to look at the obvious, you know, comparison, which is cricket. And I think since the, the coverage of the cricket on sky is second and on. Yeah. it's phenomenal yeah but
0: not many people no, watch it's not it. good for the
1: game <laughs> is it like how many people i think the viewership and fan base of cricket from let's say 2005 to now is probably dropped by more than like a drop by 50% and yeah. i think you could do that if you move i think it depends because like i find amazon a lot more easy because it's like eight pound a month for something yeah. and you get everything. Yeah. Well, I watch, you know, when I'm watching like football on sky and it's like 10 pounds for one day. Yeah. You know, I think these,
0: I think sky, sky be would a be more a disaster. Affordable,
1: yeah. Sky would be the worst. Yeah. Sky but would be an absolute shambles. I love the work they put into their coverage. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, me too. But I don't think they probably have the finance to do it, to pull it off. I, I you think they were struggling to keep good premiership, never mind. Them. Yeah,
0: exactly. I think Amazon if it's gonna go that way, I think Amazon's I think Amazon is completely the right way to go. Um, their coverage in Author Nations Cup was decent. They've got a bunch of cash that they can throw at it. And like you just said, loads of people already have that. Like if you've got like if you've got horrible. Amazon Prime or you just wanna watch Prime video or whatever, then you're gonna have it anyway whereas asking people to get what, sky uh, or to get sky sports or to get bt sport is, is tricky
1: yeah and the the thing is as well pubs you know struggle to pay for sky sports yeah. because they yeah. have such a premium i don't know what the, the crack is with prime and that I, I don't know don't know how it works in terms of you know can you just have, if you own a fi- Amazon fire stick and you have a pub, can you just put it on? Is that allowed? I don't know. Great question. And if so that would yeah. make it a lot cheaper and more affordable and easy to do, wouldn't it? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, great, great, great question. Any any pub landlords out there that know the answer to that, let us know. Let us know and we'll yeah, we'll come be- we'll come and investigate if you want.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, I know for a fact that they're made to pay premium a lot of money to have Sky Sports and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so, yeah, Sky, Sky would be bad. I, I can't see it going to Sky at all, but Sky would be bad.
1: I'm more Stuart Barnes. Oh God.
0: <laughs> no thanks. They just
1: don't put much effort into any into the rugby no, window, even when they have it. No. Apart from the Lions, where they put in a bit of a shift. Yeah, and that's like the most special thing that happens in rugby, and it's still.
0: It's still a bit of a drag. <laughs>
1: the best part is they just they just get Scott Cannella, Campervan. Yeah, that's the best exactly. thing
0: they can do. Exactly. Yeah, give Alex Payne Not a fresh shave. And... hotel for
1: the fella.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that that'll be. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's lots of change to come, isn't there? Lots of interesting things happening at the moment.
1: I mean, hopefully we've been in this position before, where there's been a year left on the deal, and it looks like it's all over, and then yeah, then it's back again. Yeah.
0: Yeah, fingers fingers crossed. The more people that can that can watch rugby, the better. I think.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I agree. I think. Taking the money now wouldn't actually help the sport, to be honest. No. That's one of them. I think it, all it does is help the people at the top. It doesn't yeah. Yeah. help the bottom clubs at all. Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. All right, mate. Should we uh, Should we leave it there? Should we leave it on that on that negative note? Yeah.
1: <laughs> but this weekend it's on BBC. And Six
0: Nations is back on BBC this weekend. That's all we want. All right. Okay, I love it. Awesome. That, that is it for episode eight of Not Another Rugby Podcast, brought to you, as always, by rug.co.uk and Altius Images. Thanks again to George Cruz for jumping on earlier. It was awesome to chat to him. Um, let us know what you think about our Six Nations predictions. Uh, do get in touch. Um, let us know why you're angry or why you agree or anything like that. Um, you can get in touch with us on Twitter. We are at Rugby. Instagram at rug.co.uk. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, just by typing in Ruck Rugby and our website is ruck.co.uk Thank you for listening please subscribe to, rate and share the podcast have a great week enjoy the first round of the Six Nations Games and we will see you next week